All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 25th of January. Not good news on the vaccine front, I'm afraid. The UK's health minister warned that coronavirus vaccines may be less effective against the new variants of the disease, such as those found in South Africa and Brazil, and that stricter border controls are justified. The warning comes at a time that the UK has reported that it has vaccinated more than 5 million people, including three quarters of those over 80. The minister said that the government is conducting a vaccine trial on the South African variant to study its response to the inoculation and that he's concerned about the new variants developing elsewhere. Meanwhile, India's active coronavirus infection tally continued to decline. The country reported 14,849 new cases in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, according to the health ministry's latest data. That's lower than the 15,948 patients who recovered from the virus in the same time period, taking active cases to about 1.84 lakh. Now, several groups of farmers from Punjab and Haryana have set out over the weekend in their tractor trolleys and other vehicles to take part in a proposed tractor parade on the 26th of January, that's tomorrow, in New Delhi. The farmers are continuing their protest against the centre's three contentious farm bills, asking them to be revoked. India's domestic civil aviation operations continue steadily and the sector is nearing pre-pandemic levels, according to Civil Aviation Minister Hardeep Singh Puri. As many as 2.57 lakh passengers flew locally as on the 22nd of January, compared with the 30,000 passengers that travelled by air when such flights were restarted on the 25th of May, according to what Mr. Puri said in a Twitter post on Saturday. In updates from the primary markets here in India, investor interest continued to remain high on the third and final day of the IPO of Indigo Paints. The issue by the decorative paints manufacturer was subscribed 117.02 times over the three days of its IPO, according to exchange data. In other news, Stuffcraft will be launching its 412 crore initial public offering today as the kitchen appliance maker aims to raise funds to pay debt and shareholders part sell equity. The maiden offer comprises a fresh issue of equity worth 95 crore and 317.6 crore rupees of an offer for sale by existing investors. For more details on that issue, do look up the story on the website bloomberquint.com. In international news, Australia's treasurer Josh Frydenberg has said it is inevitable that Google and other tech behemoths will have to start paying for the media content that they use, responding to the internet giant's threat to disable its search engine in the country if it is forced to pay local publishers for news. Google said on Friday that a proposed law that is intended to compensate publishers for the value their stories generate for the company is unworkable, opposing the requirement that it pay media companies for displaying snippets of articles in search results. 
The U.S. State Department has urged China to engage in dialogue with Taiwan's democratically elected representatives and sees putting military, diplomatic and economic pressure on the island. The U.S. statement on Saturday came as Taiwan said a fleet of 13 Chinese military planes, including eight H-6K bombers, entered its air defense identification zone in an apparent stepping up of Beijing's almost constant military incursions around the Taiwan Strait. In international markets, the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region were positive at the start today, and U.S. indices' futures are also indicating that they will open higher later in the day. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Hormuz, and happy Monday to you. How are we looking at the start of the week? Good morning to you, Alex, and to those tuning in as well. What could be the key triggers for this week? It's a truncated week. There are plenty of earnings lined up. And more importantly, it is also the January series expiry this Thursday. But the SJX Nifty is indicating a gap up open for Indian equities. The index trades over 120 points higher around the mark of 14,470. I'll first start off with some earnings reactions that might take place in today's session. First up, Reliance Industries reported its highest ever quarterly profit in the third quarter. Revenue growth was led by the O2C business with higher volumes and realizations. Reliance Geo reported an ARPU of 151 rupees and also achieved the $10 billion of annualized revenue run rate. 56% of the company's incremental EBITDA was contributed by retail and geo. For its O2C business, the company said that it is seeing a rebound in demand across the product portfolio and sustained high utilization across sites. Ultratech Cement reported a 14% growth in sales volumes for the October to December period, with growth seen in each of the five zones of the country. Debt worth nearly 2,700 crore rupees was reduced during the quarter. The company expects fuel costs to stabilize by the second quarter of FY22 and various capacity additions across Uttar Pradesh, Odisha, Bihar and West Bengal are likely to be commissioned in a phased manner by FY22. JSW Steel reported a 13% year-on-year growth in domestic sales volumes, while the domestic volumes of sales of flat products was the highest ever. The proportion of higher margin value-added and special steel sales rose to 57% in the third quarter from 51% in the second quarter. It also reduced debt worth 1100 crore rupees during the quarter. It has also approved raising long-term funds worth up to $1 billion. HDFC Life reported a 20% growth in gross premiums driven by strong renewal premium growth and improvement in persistency. Persistency ratio rose to 89% during the 9 months ending December, a growth of 200 basis points. You can get more details on all of these four results on BloombergQuint.com and also in our All You Need to Know copy. Among non-nifty results reported after market hours and over the weekend, Crompton Greaves Consumer Electrical says that it faced minor commodity headwinds in the third quarter and these are likely to rise further until prices ease in the future. The company's ECD business saw revenues rise 32% from last year, while the B2C lighting LED business saw volume growth of 13%. Overall, Realty's third quarter performance too was ahead of analyst expectations. Revenues rose nearly 60%, while net profit nearly doubled as compared to the previous year. Margins also expanded by close to 300 basis points. 
Yes, banks reported a net profit during the October to December period, but bad loans surged. The lender's pro forma gross NPA rose to nearly 20%, according to CEO Prashant Kumar. Kumar also said that COVID-related provisions will be enough to cover for any losses. The bank has also approved a fundraising proposal worth 10,000 crore rupees through various methods. Kotak Mahindra Bank and Larsen and Tubro are the two nifty names reporting numbers today, while APL Apollo Tubes, Arti Drugs and ICICI Securities are some of the non-index names. Aside of earnings, Grasim has announced its foray into the paints business and approved a capex of 5,000 crore rupees for the same over the next three years. The company believes that the entry into the paints business will add size, scale, diversity and stability to the cash flows of the existing business portfolio. Tata Motors has decided to hike the prices of its passenger vehicle range. The prices will increase by up to 26,000 rupees depending on the variant. The company will offer protection from the price hike to customers who have booked their passenger vehicles on or before the 21st of January. Adani Green Energy has entered into a securities purchase agreement to acquire 20 megawatt of operating solar assets of Hindustan Power Projects worth 133 crore rupees. So watch out for this name. And Tata Power's wholly owned subsidiary has received an EPC order worth 1200 crores from NTPC to set up a 320 megawatt ground mounted solar PV project. The commercial operation date for this project is set for May 2022. The order pipeline of the subsidiary with this order win is now close to 12,000 crore rupees. There are plenty of other stocks that will be in focus today and you can read up on all of them in our All You Need to Know copy. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Harmas. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great Monday and an even better week ahead. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.